right, we are recording. Welcome to another episode of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio, in part with and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are By Way of the Lat Cave, the Jack and Tan Businessman, the Latidactyl, the Bionic Beefcake, the Tan Lantern, the Monarch of Mass, the Genetic Jackpot, the Baron of Beefcake, the Warlock of Wit, and Mr. Latter-day Night himself, Joe Coleman. The Striated Sentinel. Oh, that's a new one. I also had Monolith of Mass. Monolith? Yeah. So getting the cuts in. I don't know. So like I was sitting there one time and I was listening to all these terms they use in IT. And like they're sweet. Like they were saying Sentinel. They were saying Monolith. I was like, man, how have I never, never used these? That's so, right. You're, uh, so listening listen to those IT guys now. Yeah. I was like, these guys clearly read comics because they're oh, using God. these cool words. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm going to have to combine these with something else. I had another one written down somewhere, but there we go. All right, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. it. God loves Bronson kills. Nobody puts Dickie in the corner. Do you have any like holy water? Oh, (laughs) or can I go take a shower? So, yeah, you know, I I write up a little intro. I think it's cute. I I, I wrote. I know it's sexy. Yeah. I, you know, I was uh, right where we (laughs) took a field trip to go see the Joker and here we are and blah 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 i went you know i was super excited to see this flick and i feel like i just walked out of seeing platoon it was dark mm-hmm. but i think and i had like an opening question we'll get to it i suppose but one of my questions was going to be how does this joker fit canon you know what you know what you guys have read what we've seen in other movies but once I don't know, three quarters into the flick, it was like, fuck anything else. This is like the perfect Joker origin story. Like, it is dark and terrible, just nasty and amazing. And it doesn't fit anything else. It's its own thing. Yeah. That, that's what's cool about it, too, because the Joker's never had a 100% confirmed, like, origin. The one that's widely taken as the stuff that's told in Killing Joke, but even then, some people say that the Joker's always lying when he tells his stories. And they actually just released a really cool Harley Quinn black label book last week called Harleen, and it's like her, it's like a prestige format deal, it's like 64 pages, it's gonna be told in three issues, so the first one came out, it was like her first meeting with the Joker and stuff, and then it had all these cool things where she's watching all these different tapes of the Joker telling his origin and lying each time to each new psychiatrist that he sees, so it's always that, you never know what's true, but they're plant, supposedly... The story's coming out this year that's going to tell his actual origin in the comics, but it's the tale of three Jokers, because apparently there's three Jokers in the DC Universe. So I heard that they might do the fan vote with that, too, to decide if that's going to be true or not. Like they did the Robin deal, they heard they're doing like a fan vote to decide what's canon for that. I thought when, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but when I thought when they first announced this movie that they were going to do three different Joker movies and DiCaprio was going to be one of them. Maybe they just had three different candidates for this flick. No, I, I think thought he was they were a gonna, rumor. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were going to do three different variations to the Joker. It just shows that Warner brothers didn't know what the hell they were doing. Cause yeah. at one point they were going to do this, but they were also going to try and do a Jared Leto Joker movie, like standalone. It's like, no, you, you can't have both. Stop. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I was reading. Okay. Yeah. It was going to be a Joker and Harley movie. It was going to be just a Joker movie. Then it was going to be a Joker and Harley movie, and then that turned into, like, Birds of Prey. Because what's weird is they announced the Jared Leto Joker movie after they announced this one. And I was like, fucking why? Luckily, they were they scrapped it entirely. They just scrapped that because of uh, Suicide Squad's reception or I everyone's else. reception to that to that Joker. They came up with that after the fact, which is the weird part. They announced it, like, long after Suicide Squad, and everybody fucking hated him. Like, remember when that image first broke with all the tattoos and mm-hmm. stuff? This is what the Joker's going to look like. And not then, a nobody. And then the guy who directed it was like, no, 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 that's not. Those are fake tattoos. It. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it said damage on his freaking head the whole movie. So in <laughs> like a year later, he's like, yeah, I went too far with that one. It's like, you think? Yeah, it was horrible. Well, when they when they dropped the first image of, of this Joker, everyone's like, well, that's just regular clown paint. That doesn't even make sense. I start, When I saw the trailer is when I got yeah. into it, though. I'm like, yeah. this looks fucking sweet. And I loved it. I loved everything about this fucking movie. I dug it. Yeah. But, jeez. 
Like I, you know, I, I'd have a smoke right after. I was it. It, it, it was uh, unsettling. It, That's yeah, exactly. Sure. Like it, it brings up some stuff. Well, one thing I was going through reviews, and you know, some people thought it was amazing, and then the people, the reviews that didn't like it, one said it was boring, which I disagree. I don't think it, anything about it was boring. But the other one was, oh, it's glorifying violence and glorifying. I th- don't think so at all. I think it is the opposite. Where I feel like Heath Ledger's Joker. I feel like every other Joker made him more appealing. I feel like this shows you like the gritty, unflinching, right, like, yeah. don't do this. This is not a, like a dude you want to get behind. He's a sick fuck. And mm-hmm. I think that was what we needed was just, and it was, remind me of Taxi Driver a little bit too. Yes. Or um, yeah, there's a movie called My Friend Dahmer where yeah. I, it's awesome and it makes him sympathetic, but also unforgivable. And I feel like this did the same thing. It's unbiased. It shows you everything. You're yeah, right. And in some way, I think it got what the Joker is in the comics better than any other incarnation really has to an extent. Because like he's genuinely crazy and mm-hmm. disturbed mm-hmm. and lost, and there's no fixing him. So, and they kind of swerve you. We can get a little, you know, this is a little deeper in the movie, but with Zazie Beats as like kind of a love interest. I was almost like, oh, that doesn't really fit, but like, okay, like I like mm-hmm. this. This works, and then you realize it wasn't fucking real Just the whole time. Yeah, which is Evan. Like, yes, that's right. He wouldn't have. Like, no way could he relate to a fucking other person. Yeah, her, which, and yeah, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this. So uh, yeah, yeah here we don't go. listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when uh, when he's sitting in her apartment. And she walks up, and, and I mean, she'd be startled, of course, but as soon as she doesn't say, like, Arthur, is that you? Yeah. It's more like, wait, aren't you that guy down the hall? You sudden, It suddenly hits you that, well, wait a minute, they were on a date. She was at his mom's hospital bed. But no, nobody else interacted you know, with her when you think back. Or when, uh, so he, he kills the three dudes on the subway, he goes in that bathroom, does a little Tai Chi, and then all of a sudden he's got his mojo, and he goes and bangs her. Okay, guess not. I love that scene. Uh, he like he like he kills those dudes and he's walking differently when he walks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's totally got his vibrato to him. Uh, just yeah. And, and right and, there, and, I questioned. I was like, is this really happening? I don't know because it was shortly after we'd seen him uh, space out while he was watching the show with Robert De Niro's guy mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, so now we have to question what's he's actually seeing and what's a fantasy. And they didn't take that too far. Like Fight Club, like a lot of places use that gimmick too much. Like, oh, that didn't even happen. It was yeah. all in his head. They did it just enough to where you're like, oh, this guy's this guy's fun. Yeah. And then it goes back. I didn't even think of it, but that plays into his mother thinking that Thomas Wayne is in love with her, and that that's her son. Even though he she adopted him, it like plays it. it you, can they kind of foreshadow that with her thinking Thomas Wayne's in love with her? For a minute, I was kind of heated. I was like, man, really? They are gonna make him Batman's brother? But then, no. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, this is actually really sweet. That it was, was even cool. better. And yeah, Thomas Wayne's really kind good. of a dick. Yeah, you've never seen Thomas Wayne be a dick. No. He's no. always like the caring physician, but. Alfred, I didn't expect to see Alfred. I didn't either. And I liked that he was kind of a fucking man. He wasn't the standard Alfred. He was kind of a little meat to him, getting in between the kid and the fucking. But he was still getting choked out by a 120-pound guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was like he yeah. could have slapped those hands away. I'm mean, like, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 Speaking of 120-pound guy, I mean, uh, Joaquin Phoenix isn't a thin, isn't not terribly that. thin person, but he no, obviously not. dropped a ton of weight for this flick. Mm-hmm. And he was like creepy thin. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, he was Jesus on the cross oh, thin. Yeah, it yeah. was really disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way he moved his body, though. Yeah. Like everything he did. Holy shit. I really loved the score to the movie, too. Yeah. The score was awesome. Well, and it fit something that I noticed in, in other Batman movies, and this is you never quite know what year it is. The cars were late 70s, early 80s. The Just the TV technology and VCRs were kind of early 70s. TV but then, was kind of like old and yeah. black and whitey. But then everything with Thomas Wayne just seemed 1940s. And the uh, talk show seemed more like Johnny Carson. Yeah, it was very 70s. Johnny Carson, very yeah. 70s. Um, but yeah, they're all, they're all in tuxedos at an old-timey theater watching Charlie Chaplin. And that's I'm like, okay, maybe this year I'm getting my years mixed up. But then he comes out and there's like a you know, Chrysler K car driving by. So. I think they it said something about a Chaplin tribute they showed they had banners outside so it was like a special event yeah. or whatever but still like that's the way to that shoehorn it in i thought about the banners thinking well they couldn't have printed those up in 1945 that would have been that's different technology printing technology you know but what i don't know this is get really I, into yeah. it that's where i go yeah yeah a good point everything i thought was i don't know like i was 50 like there's so many critics it was either loved it or hated it and i'm like i i feel like the people that hated it didn't get it 
yeah, like at all, but, or we're scared of by it. Yeah, it's 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 a little terrifying. It reminds me of well, obviously Taxi Driver and Scorsese produced it. Taxi Driver, this. Oh, he did. Yeah, he produced this. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Then. Oh, and that's why they probably got De Niro. Yeah. Right. So there's another. It had Michael Rooker in it. It was kind of called Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, and it actually ruined his career in the '80s because he thought it was going to be his big role. And it's just a character piece of this complete fucking sociopath doing shit like 10 times worse than what's in this movie. Like, it's what, fucked. What was this? Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, yeah. There's like very little music. There's a lot of those long, uncomfortable scenes in it, and it's just wretched and horrible. But that, even like I'd say it's a character piece. So I think a lot of people thought it was boring because you're literally just, it's him the whole yeah. fucking time. Which is like Napoleon Dynamite's like a fucking character piece. Like it focuses solely on the one guy and I just think people couldn't handle it or they took it as boring. I'm like, I was fascinated with every little bit of it. You know, something I asked you when we came out of the theater. So here his name's Arthur Fleck in the first Batman movie, the 89 Batman movie. His name's Jack Napier. Do they ever establish his name anywhere else? Not really, no. Killing no? Joke never gave him a name, did they? No. No, I didn't think so. Every now and again, he says his first name is Joe, but it's, you know, kind of a rib because he's Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so in this one, Joker does not kill Thomas Wayne and his wife. No, and just that, a, that's, just that's not a the random... way it is in the comics either. That's okay. the, the whole deal. It's a random thing. But if that's the case, I mean, Batman knows technically who's responsible for killing his parents because it's the night of the clowns come out. Right. So yeah, he's got the... Yeah. It's like he wouldn't... I thought, it's, it's almost like Batman wouldn't go against like all crime. Like that would probably make young Bruce snap and go kill the Joker when he's able to. Maybe he might not. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was genius the way they laced it in. I thought, oh, that I was, thought it was totally cool. Because as soon as they they pan out, and I thought it might go that way, and then they showed the theater, I'm like, oh shit! And then like they they had that happen. So I think they swerved you a little by them saying it has nothing to do with Batman at all, which it doesn't, but. It's still very tied into it, way more than I thought it would be, with having Bruce in there and then that ending. That's one of the things I was talking about in the chat. Like, I was annoyed yesterday because I'm working out in my YouTube suggestions. I'm like, oh, it's the trailer. I'll click this again. And then I see the title, and it was like, Joker meets Bruce Wayne outside of his house. I was like, come on. You got to give that scene away. And the thing that I heard was that they included the the Thomas Wayne death death scene. Yeah, that's what I heard. And I wasn't even even expecting that. Yeah. like, ah, crap. I didn't want to know that, but whatever. I didn't notice it was for Zorro, not Zorro, but Zorro the, the gay, gay blade. blade. Yeah, which was eighty something, nineteen eighty something. That's a good question. Yeah, well, I'll look that up. Is this the first movie that actually had it as Zorro? Because in Batman Begins, he's watching like some play and there's bats and stuff, and then they run out. Yeah, that was, it was like a live performance thing, and then something dumb you shouldn't bring yeah. your kid to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looked boring. What was? What about Batman versus Superman? What did they go see? Did it say anything? I don't remember. It was in the opening credits, right? Yeah, Zorro the Gay Blade was 1981, so that fits that. Okay, that okay. time frame that I was thinking of. That part and dude, well, the talk show scene at the end was fucking awesome, and that's the thing. The Joker's not. Oh. That was telling Viv. The Joker's not supposed to be like funny. Not not really, but where he does that joke with the punchline, he yeah, says, no, his like, jokes are funny to him. What you have fucking coming and then blows him away. I'm like, that's totally like just a sick fuck. Like, yeah. hey, it was that was brutal. From that point on, when he's in the cop car, like he feels more like Joker there when he's leaning in and he's looking around. And then when they they pull him out and he's on the hood, like I got chills when he started like doing the face paint with the blood. I'm like, that, that, that was sweet. awesome. That because was, that was the, that to me was that, tra- I mean, there were different spots where he was transforming. That's the birth that of was, the joke. Yeah. yeah. Cause where he took that just regular clown makeup to the, you get hints of it up grin. And then you're like, you feel it. You're like, this is like, it was an epic fucking scene. Like my mouth was open. I'm like, Holy shit. This is awesome. Something that uh, there was a couple little nods. Uh, obviously the, the, Yanking of the the pearl necklace. Yeah, that was anytime nice. you anytime you kill the Wayne's, you gotta, gotta. Yank, yank her pearl necklace. How many times have they died on screen now? So we got BVS, we got the first Batman, Begins. we've got Batman Begins, we've got this. Mm-hmm. Sure, well, TV's was, done it. I'm sure several yeah. times. Yeah. Well, and it was it in Killing Joke as a flashback? I don't think so. Mm, might have been. I mean, animated movies. I'm sure it's in quite a few of the. Oh, I'm sure it was in the Batman Year One. I swear I've seen it animated before. 
Either way, they, they die all yeah. the time. That's, uh, they're dying that, all the that's time. okay. Yeah. That's why when Kevin Smith said it, I was like, well, yeah, I should expect that. <laughs> they got to include it. That's fine. You know? and, and it's a tie into Batman. That's, that's kind of fine. the cute thing about like Marvel Studios, though. They're like, we don't got to keep killing Batman. You know. <laughs> right. You know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man. You fucking get it, right? Right. How old is Bruce Wayne in this? Roughly 10 years old? It's supposed 12? to be like eight or 10. Yeah. Okay. And, but the Joker's. I mean, he looks like he's 35 years old. At least, yeah. Or older. I mean, he's got a pretty weathered face. Mm -hmm. Which, and something we haven't brought up here, was the the little swerve of Izzy Thomas Wayne's son. So that was a rumor that came out a while ago. Almost like immediately when it started filming is when it came out. And then I heard the rumor after that 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 was going to be the swerve and his mother was crazy. Because I just had to know. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I actually really interested in the movie, so I read all that shit. But I loved that. I think that, that was, was really Rick, cool, yeah. And Rick brought up the fact that uh, the actor that played Thomas Wayne even had facial was, features some, similar to Joaquin. Kind of throw you more. Mm-hmm. He looked imposing too. Thomas Wayne looked like he had whooped someone's ass. Oh, when he punched him in the face, yeah, especially. He was yeah, and I yeah. think he Big should. Dude. I think Thomas Wayne traditionally should be a pretty yeah. decent sized dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. And, that, and he always has been. And then it's even cooler when you see him in Flashpoint as Batman. He's and, about. He's actually fucking bruce's life up right now in the current batman story no he, shit like the yeah the main event of this city of bane thing after batman is eventually beats bane he's gonna fight this uh flashpoint batman for the fate of gotham oh that's kind but of it's, sweet it's crazy yeah because bane did this whole thing where he broke batman's heart because he had yeah the cat you know, catwoman leave him all that crap and then you know the flashpoint batman came and after they broke him they started to break him mentally and things like that and then they were gonna take uh his parent his mother and put her in a lazarus pit and stuff like that jesus like, it's christ crazy stuff going on <laughs> Holy shit. and uh so yeah they've taken over bane essentially took over gotham city because batman's broken and all that and he went away uh, apparently was left to die in the pit by thomas wayne the flashpoint batman and uh, it's been, you know, a no-fly zone for any superheroes or anything like that. The government's washed their hands of it. They're like, oh, Gotham's its own problem now. They're not bothering anyone else. Just let Bane have it, pretty much. They specifically said that if they see any of the Bat family come in, Alfred dies. At one point, Damien sneaks in. He fights Thomas. Thomas whoops his ass. And they kill Alfred. Bane breaks his neck. Jesus Alfred's Christ. dead in the comics right now, supposedly. So it's crazy. God damn. Sorry. <laughs> it's my instant messenger popping up there. Well, yeah. Aim. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I see you. No, you guys remember that one? No. Okay. That's some deep web shit. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Some, some dark yeah. webs. Dark, <laughs> dark web chat. I've heard them whispered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I was trying to come up with just like cutesy questions and fuck them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were another little nod similar to the uh, the necklace thing I mentioned to you was when he was in the back of the police car with his head on the window. That was totally Heath Ledger. Yeah, uh, that was one of the shots. Yeah. What about uh, the killing joke nod where he's just in the apartment and she's like talking to him. He's like, I'm having a really bad day. All yep. right. I noticed that too. Yeah. That was I great. I mean, it might not have been a nod, but I'll take it as a nod. I think it was. <laughs> Should we assume yeah, he was. killed her and, and her daughter? I like that mm. they left that open-ended. Yeah. Because at one end, it would be... Because <laughs> they don't want to freak people out. <laughs> it would be... I bet you there's edited. There's yeah. a, The director's cut for this is probably fucking bananas. Dude, like, he, when he killed his... His mom? Like, he suffocates his mom, but yeah. when he kills the, the, the clown? The cost him his job, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Woo. And the fucking midget. That was the, just the blood the, on, like, the just white face, face was perfect. so creepy. Yeah. And he's sitting, and it's the blood spots directly next yeah. to his head yeah. in that shot. Talking casually to the midget. Yep. You, you're thinking the whole time. Like, he's okay. See, I thought that was going to be a joke, yeah, that he knew he couldn't get to the yeah. lock, and then he was going to kill him. I thought, I was like, yeah. man, that'll be sweet. And that's what they wanted. It's so sw- devious, but... They swerved you again with it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's him go. Still goes on the talk show after running from the police because the police get jumped by a gang of clowns. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's created a city of minions without. I like that it was unintentional because I feel like him starting a movement. Oh, right. Yeah. It's okay. I feel Mm -hmm. like. That would glorify him a little bit more in a way, too. I like that it was completely like he was, was unintentional, oblivious to it. 
And I've, I read a lot of reviews that said like, oh, the Joker is pretentious. Like it thinks it has something to say, but it's hollow. It's like, no, they didn't have like a big societal message. This is about no, it was like, about the character. Yeah. That was it. It's about a man's descent into madness. It has zero. It's not trying to be political. It's not trying to say anything. It was one of those things, too, because going into the movie, I thought that they might go with that whole Dark Knight return scene where he wipes out the whole audience and stuff before he has his big showdown with Batman again. So yeah. I thought that's what was going to happen. He'd be on the talk show and somehow kill everybody in the crowd, you know, as the movie's go- progressing and he gets chased there and then he makes it to the studio. I'm like, well, he doesn't really have any master plan. He's not a mastermind of any sort. So right. what, <laughs> what's going to happen? And that's what, oh. and th- yeah, that's one thing I like about this is the Joker doesn't have any planning skills. Like he's not, Okay. He's not that kind of, in my mind. So it's like, so how did he rise to power? Like, did he have a plan in this? He didn't. He fell into it, and these people like played him up, and he buys into it. Like, it's perfect. Like, yeah. he fell well, you, into you've it. You've got a city uh, surrounded by garbage because there's a gar- They establish that there's this garbage strike, and there's piles of garbage everywhere. So all of the uh, lower class citizens are, well, and Thomas Wayne refers to them as clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they all take on that persona. And it, it, Thomas Wayne creates his minions for him, really. Yeah. That's a, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was totally, and it's just a happenstance that he had the Joker makeup on, like the clown makeup, the whole thing. So honestly, I didn't really think about it until I saw this. I'm like, yeah, how would he like rise to power in the crime world? That seems weird for a complete insane person. It just it, happened. It just fell into but it. What's cool though is as the movie goes on and he's off his medicine, he starts to get more of a grip of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it uh, seems more like sinister he's, yeah, it seems like he's more capable and yeah. like he does have some sort of twisted as they are, he has some sort of plan. He has a plan and then he changes the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he was initially gonna blow his head off is mm-hmm. what it seemed right. like he was joking about. Like right. that was gonna be his big joke. And then he just and then when he's talking to Robert De Niro and he's like you and he starts shaking oh, yeah. while he's talking. You You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then, this is rough. So, yeah, he, he blows his head off. Robert De Niro's character, uh, Murray something. Yeah. I forget the name now. Something Murray. Uh, yeah. Call him Murray. 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 Uh, so he kills him on live TV. And then they pan back to all those different televisions, kind of showing all the different news footage. And typical early seven, or late 70s, early 80s, News stations are replaying it. You know they're they're not cutting away from it. They're mm-hmm. replaying the death on because I remember that as a kid. The 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 senator from um, Pennsylvania that killed himself on TV. Uh, the whole what I don't know anything about. Oh, oh it was horrible! Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. I saw it on like somebody send it to you on well, YouTube. It, it, or it ends up run. on uh, Faces of Death. Yeah, and it's all one that of those shit. things. There were TV stations that were replaying it. The senator some, just blew his own head off. Uh, he was yeah. going to he was going to jail for some type of extortion or something and he has his last press conference i i don't remember his name but if you've ever heard the 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 song uh, hey man nice shot yeah that's yeah. based on oh, wow. this um and then basically he hands letters to all these different people and then he has this, this envelope and he pulls out this just gigantic gun and just it blows his head off and and, and the and the and the TV cameras not only show that but they he drops and, they and they're and out. they're like they're focused on him so the cameraman never you know like drops his camera or anything he's into this into the shot um, but yeah so some some uh, stations showed that I was telling Rich how my dad <laughs> this is when we got a VCR <laughs> and basically there was uh, some guy being led by police he's in cuffs and I think it was through like an airport. And this was this will give you a, a thought on airport security back in the day. Whatever he did, I think it was to somebody's child. And that child's father was they're walking by and there's this bank of uh, telephones and he's on he's acting as if he's on the phone and as soon as they walk by he walks up and just blows the guy's head off awesome. and, and some stations showed this and some stations didn't my dad recorded it on different news stations to figure out he's like you gotta see this like, yeah, all right and i was like 12 hey man but anyway yeah, i yeah. had it coming yeah so that's what I, that's what i instantly thought of was all these stations replaying this brutal death and it was nasty. Crazy. It was, it, was, it was great. There was a lot of blood. And even after he caps him, like, he doesn't really know what to do with himself. So he kind of stands there for a minute. There, and nobody's crazy. grabbing him nothing. No. He shoots him a couple more times. Yeah. And he does a jig. And then yeah. he grabs the camera. And then yeah. they finally they go finally to the cut. emergency That's what thing. I like. Yeah. Is this is a dude, and this is, again, who the Joker should be. He doesn't have a master plan. Like, he, almost the entire movie, he didn't know what he was going to do next. 
Like no? when they're in the house, he's like, you can tell it's like there's a moment where he's like, am I going to kill this guy? Am I not? Like, and he just fucking does it. He and then he'd just show up places like he would follow mm-hmm. Homegirl, but he had no like end game to it. He would just do things and then figure it out when he got there. But he had a crew, he had to have some plans. That was what I was thinking through this was like, there's no way this Joker's he didn't have any crew. a criminal mastermind in any way. Yeah, no, he like, didn't. he's not robbing banks, he's not coming up with these elaborate thefts and heists. And maybe later on, like, mm-hmm. like it's the very beginning, so maybe he'll eventually have like an idea and then like fall ass backwards into it. He's got but, a lot of time to think about it. And uh, if he's in Arkham or wherever he's at, that's but he a, just at yeah, the, the end, final scene. So I couldn't tell if that was because they they the first scene with the social worker, she said uh, something about how you uh, how you got in there in the first place, and it shows him banging his head against a wall in like a mental institution. So when it cut to that, I couldn't tell if it was before or after the events that we just saw the whole movie. Was that when he was in the first time, or was that after everything? Yeah, but would they have let him out to live with his mother, who was also... Yeah, it must have been and, after. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't, I didn't pick up on it until he walks away and his, and his shoes are leaving you know, red, uh, red yeah. stains. Like, okay, he must have killed her. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. I, it, I'm a little freaked out by that flick. It was chilling. In the, yeah. It was violent, but like, and you heard everyone saying, oh, it's disturbing violence and all that. But it's disturbing, but it wasn't like over the top. It wasn't like something. No, no it wasn't gratuitous. Just the way it was yeah. shot, like, and just, yeah, the score and the music with it, like, it just made you, you were unsettled yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Well, you, you don't, you know, like a Rambo movie or something where you become numb to yeah. the, the gore and the violence and whatnot. Right. This was, well, it, they lead up to it and you're expecting it and, and, and blam. And you're, oh. They gave him a motive, but you don't cheer him on for the murders. Right. That's the thing is I feel like other people got that wrong. It's like, oh, they're glorifying. It's like, no, you're not. It's made to make you disgusted by what he does, but they still give him a motive for what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, So just because they focus on him being deranged doesn't mean they're glorifying it at all. So what are we thinking the exact mother story is? So she worked for Thomas Wayne. Did she? What, she gets. She adopted a kid. She adopted him. We're thinking that's legit. Because yeah, he had the papers in the folder. Yeah. They showed the adoption papers. Yeah. yeah. But are we thinking that's not a cover-up by Thomas Wayne? Mm, I don't think so. Because really, she's the only one that's saying it. So I suppose, yeah, I suppose that that's her official file. But even still, I mean, you know. He, I mean, he she must have caused a lot of crap because Alfred knew about it. They her. all knew. Yeah, they, yeah, all, they knew all knew about knew. her. Yeah. And uh, the Thomas Wayne's reaction wasn't concerned or freaked out at all. He was like, dude. That chick is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they were all just like, no. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's where they were. They could, I'm sure, at any point change that if they continued the story whatever way they wanted to. But I don't think they will. I think they think though, it, it's they're leaving it with he was adopted. Yeah. Do you I, do you think they do anything with this Joker character from this point on? I part of me hopes they do, and part of me hopes they don't. On yeah. one, this is so perfect on its own. On another, right. I could totally. I want more. <laughs> you well, know, and, and, and you'd have to st- the next thing would be to establish batman and batman's 10 years old so yeah you know you gotta wait a good 15 20 years right you have to make it like take place and yeah like mm-hmm. 95 96 that's true like that. and i suppose joaquin phoenix could look he could look 35 he could probably look 50 no problem i don't <laughs> i personally like people are you know the timeline like I liked it so much i don't give a fuck if they've had a modern day batman right now and they mm-hmm. had joaquin phoenix as the joker i'd be like sure i don't give a shit He's 80 years old. Who cares? I would watch it. So I do have some other topics. I mean, one of them being the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. So I think they're saying summer of 2021 for that one. So they're going to start filming that here pretty soon. The rumor is they're going to get a lot of villains in there. Because it's supposedly the long Halloween. Yeah. Is the whole deal. So oh. They'll have, yeah. Which is great because he has all these villains you've never seen. And just have them already established. They're already out there. He's already Batman. You don't need an thing origin. Too. Everybody... Everybody who's going to see it for the most part knows Batman's bad guys. They're so right. Mm-hmm. You know, they're well known. And there's been a movie with each villain and, a, and an origin established. So which take takes up so much time of the movies. Yeah. All yeah. the movies were just the villain origin and like fuck every time. Seven be there. Yeah. But so, um, and we've obviously switched here from Joker to the Batman now. But this the bat you know the Batman was going to be Ben Affleck from basically carrying on from Justice and Deathstroke League. that was going to be the villain. Yeah. And yeah. now it's just not happening. They're just scrapping that whole thought. 
It sort of looks like. Are yeah. they talking about justice? Another justice? No, 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 no. They're just done. Yeah, we got another Wonder Woman coming. Well, and this jams up the whole thing because is this going to be fitting? Is he going to retcon this guy into the DC extended universe? Because the thing where there's nobody who's involved with comics involved with the movies, so they're going to screw it up, a la Sony and Fox, because they don't really know what they're doing. Because that's, that's just what inevitably. Well, I thought happens. isn't Jeff they'll get something right and then they'll botch something really bad. Jeff Johns was kind of like the Kevin Feige, and then he stepped down. He's like, I just want to write. He was, and I ha- I have no idea how everything turned out so bad. There's no excuse for <laughs> no. Green Lantern to turn out the way it did, especially like, with Jeff Johns involved. Who knows. I think he got defeated because maybe who, how much power did he have? Did the studio have more power than him and just shot down all of his ideas? Who knows? He, but he, maybe, he stopped but... and he said, I'm just going to write movies. Flashpoint is still happening, supposedly. Or the Flash movie. I don't know if it's going to be Flashpoint or not. I just but don't they want say, that guy as the Flash because that guy sucks. Terrible. Justice League? Terrible. Yeah, yeah it was not good. As a he was so irritating. <laughs> Very irritating. <laughs> but they've got the Flash established on uh, CW. Why? Oh, yeah. They made it clear they're keeping all that separate. That crisis in Infinite Earths looks insane, though. Yeah, that, that I'm Superman. very interested yeah. in that. Just, I didn't think I'd be so happy to see Brandon Routh as Superman again, mm-hmm. but he looks fucking sweet as King Kong that Superman. So what was I just hearing? So he's appeared as Superman before, but he didn't have the S on his chest. Oh, oh you're uh, talking Tom about Tom Welling. I heard about that. Smallville. He, was it Smallville? Smallville, you never see him as Superman, yeah. Because he he did not want to wear the S on his chest? Like He, he fought that? He superstitious. He, yeah. he, he didn't want the, oh, he didn't want the Superman say, yeah. uh the curse, Stink. yeah, it still kind of happened, but what happened? He him? didn't really do anything. Oh, after Except that for life, though, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Like it's you not have like... one big hit show, you're just that's it. And I mean, he's probably doing other stuff on the side. I don't know what. If but... you could be just Superman for the rest of your life, or be Superman with like a bunch of shitty roles afterwards, like I, I don't know, I'd gamble on. I, I'd be just Superman and have a bunch of shitty roles, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to be Superman and then like try and be fucking Han Solo or something after that. Like, get out of here. You made your money? Yeah. Go do the Comic-Con circuit. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a miserable <laughs> existence. Who knows? Well, as long as the movie did well and you're getting some decent residuals. And initially, know. he was, like, if I recall correctly, he was going to have a cameo in Batman Begins. Tom Welling? Yeah. Like, oh, you could I probably feel like... look that up. That was something that was going around. It was a rumor, and apparently he was on set at one point. I don't know. This sounds familiar. But it was, uh, yeah, 2005. Yeah. Hmm. Back when superhero hype was a website, that was like what would report all. That was the, all I would read. Yeah, <laughs> it'd report all the like, comic stuff. Is that the superhero version of Fangoria or whatever? What's Fangoria? Oh, that was movie magazine. Yeah, remember that magazine? No, no. Oh man, that was the, that was the <laughs> magazine. That and uh, was it Starlog or whatever was the sci-fi version? Yeah, this is before the internet one. That was the only way we could get information. <laughs> yep. Hey man, I had a stack of wrestling magazines. Okay. Like you wouldn't believe. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man. yeah. <laughs> It was unreal. Or in action figure magazines, everything. I, one time I, mo- uh, I moved out of an apartment and I had, so do you remember the, it was like a cube trunk that the WWF put out had like Hogan and Warrior and Slaughter. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had that and it was all full of wrestling magazines and uh, pro wrestling torch. And it was <laughs> so fucking heavy. And I, it was like the, I was going to be the last thing I moved out of the apartment. I said, fuck it. And just left it. <laughs> anyway. That's all right. Yeah. I'm like, we need to talk about Spider-Man. So Spider-Man, the Spider-Manses, Sony <laughs> was not going to let him be part of the MCU again. They got in a little spat, and now, because of Tom Holland, supposedly, he is now part of the MCU again. Feige is going to produce the next Sony Spider-Man movie. Was he producing the other ones, too? Well, he was involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just producer worried. just. You I don't know, know if that's... I want his sticky little fingers on anything. Well, if it I've keeps learned... if it keeps the Sony stink off of it. Yeah, that's fine. What a negotiation tactic, though. All right, let's let this go public. Oh my God! Let's, you, let's you, let it happen. Kind of new. When happen, it went guys. public, you're like, oh, this Ooh. is just kind of. They're just being shitty. Because yeah, uh, Sony apparently were like, okay, we accept your terms. Yeah. That's, that's like being a kid and your parents being like, well, your father doesn't want to go. it's totally what that is it's like well somebody the only person in this room doesn't want that so (laughs) figure that out well supposedly holland talked to um who's the ceo over at disney bring his name Mm -hmm. and and essentially the film chief at at sony he's like please you you guys need to sort this thing out blah, blah 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 and then i think he even did something at a uh 
at a Comic Con or an, no, it was an appearance for another movie that he was doing through Sony, mm. and he was telling everybody, "I love you, three thousand. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I don't yeah. think I could say no to that kid. No, no. he'd be he's, crying. He'd ask me for anything. Yeah, sweet. He's like a twenty-three-year-old kid, but yes. I'm still like, oh, mm. you. Right, <laughs> anything, whatever he's, you want. He's Peter Parker in real life. Yes, <laughs> he really is. It's crazy. If you've seen him in anything, it's not. <laughs> he's totally like British and stuff. Yeah, he's a British. He's like a. Peter, That's Peter. the weirdest thing about that. Yeah, dude. when you when you hear him speak in real life, mm-hmm. and then when you hear him in you know as a total Brooklyn accent kid, yeah. John Favreau has that Chef show, which is awesome. I love it. Actually. I meant to watch that one with all the Avengers mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. It was great. When you watch Tom Holland, he's distracted by everything in the restaurant. He hears like chefs yelling, and he's like looking and like not paying attention <laughs> to the conversation. And they don't. Have, he doesn't know what Fritos are. He's like, "What's a Frito?" Really? It's like a it's like a corn a crisp, a corn chip is like, ah, crisps. And they say, <laughs> he has his first oyster. Like he's never had an oyster before. He's like, what do I do with it? And they're like, he's fucking Peter Parker. It's crazy. <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr.'s in there being, you know, smart ass piece of shit. Didn't they make grilled cheese or something? It's a big part of the movie, and like one of the scenes is him making the special grilled cheese for like because Jan Favreau learned how to cook for that movie. Like, I guess it's he, they he wrote the movie. And then he found out there's some dude that has this food truck called Kogi out in like LA that has almost the identical story. Like he was a fine dining chef and got sick of it and bought a, and it's because a critic kind of like fucked him up. He bought a food truck and used Twitter and that like blew up. So the chef goes, he's like, I'll train you how to cook, but this movie has to be like accurate to chefs because every movie I see has cooks in it and it fucks everything up and all chefs fucking hate him. So I guess he learned to do all this crazy shit like plate pasta with a pasta fork, which I know dudes that that cook, they're like, that's like one of the hardest things you can do. And he did it with like no cuts and he's cooking on the show and every like it's him and this other guy. And he's I like it because he's an intermediate cook. He's not a beginner. There's this show with this fucking dipshit called Everybody Feed. Somebody Feed Phil. And it's the guy that created Everybody Loves Raymond. It's on Netflix, and he's this wide-eyed man-child, and he's a fucking dipshit. Like first episode, no explanation. He's I like Everybody Loves Raymond. He's like yeah. on a he's like on a canoe in China, and they're taking him to this noodle hut, and he's like, I'll have those weird-looking noodles, and he eats them. He's like, Oh, this is good. Doesn't describe anything. <laughs> What's this little thing? That shrimp. That chew's weird, but it's good. That's the whole fucking show. You sound like Ray Romano. He is sounds that, a little is that like who that. you're trying to do. And he's all doe-eyed. Like I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate it. Anyway, it's not that, and it's okay. not an expert like Anthony Bourdain, who's just like jaded as fuck and grizzled and responsible yeah. for a million hipster chef assholes. Though Anthony Bourdain's great, he's responsible for like the hipster chic chef bullshit. But anyway, that that whole like he's an intermediate, so like John Favreau kind of knows what he's doing, but he's still learning. So it's fun to watch because he like respects it, and it's them. They went to Robert Rodriguez's house and made like brick oven pizza. I love it. He's cooking, and the like professional like top five star chefs are watching him. They're like. You're actually really good at this because <laughs> he learned how to do it. Like, yeah, but John Favreau looks like he respects some food. Yeah, he he's, does. He's, he got big. He's a big boy. He's the shit, though. I want to hang out with him. Oh, that it'd be great. Guy. Like swingers? Yeah. Like, Seems fuck, cool he wrote dude. that forever. Yeah, that was Even Favreau and the Feige guy. Did you guys see that, like, vaulted take from the post credit scene from Iron Man 1 where Nick Fury mentions oh, radioactive right. spider bites and, and uh, assorted mutants. Yes. No, I, I heard about it. I didn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, that was a shoot thing that happened. So but, at one point, it seemed like Foggy had something in place to where he had some deal similar with Universal Studios, how they were able to make a Hulk movie, mm-hmm. a solo Hulk movie. He must have had something he was working on with Sony to get Spider-Man had, and the X-Men. Maybe that Was we, the X-Men after Spider-Man? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I was trying to figure out the... Iron Man was, was after both of those. Yeah, so theoretically, they all could have been in the same universe. He wanted, they, so he, he Toby Maguire and Hugh Jackman were almost in... That's crazy. That how awesome would that have been? Like, that's crazy I mean, to we've think got about. it. We've got it good now, definitely. But yeah, holy shit, it w- it could have been so much better because we would have had mutants as a thing. We'd had Spider Man as a thing, and the Hulk already was established. Everything would have been different from that point on. Yeah, every single movie would have com- been completely. Maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't have rolled them all in. But wow, that's weird. <laughs> it's so wild. Like yeah. that was a thing that could have probably happened and then I never even whatever thought of happened it. it fell through and then that's crazy to think about it had Ben Affleck as Daredevil maybe still I didn't mind he wasn't horrible no, the movie I, was just I, yeah, the, movie. the writing there's the playground yeah. scene oh, yeah yeah that was even bad. Colin Farrell was kind of cool in mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit everything was really over the top I feel like damn. any any 
superhero movie that Affleck does, he's going to do well because he's friends with Kevin Smith, and Kevin Smith won't let him fuck it up. No. Well, not anymore. They had a falling out, and Kevin Smith had a big thing. Did they really have a falling out? They what? Mm, Well, he's in this this reboot flick. Kevin Smith said something about Ben Affleck, about how, like, I was his really good friend, but he doesn't talk to me anymore, and blah, 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 blah. Like, we used to be cool, but whatever. This was uh, after Justice League. Around Batman Justice League, he seemed hmm. bitter that they weren't close anymore. He had this, some weird statement about it. Uh, oh well, he's also like a, Ben Affleck's also a fucking alcoholic, gambling addict. Yeah, he's been going <laughs> through Kevin some Smith's stuff. pretty high, and you know. Yeah, and, but I'm, I'm, I could see Kevin Smith maybe being annoying as a friend. I could see him maybe being irritating. We've we've been talking about Kevin Smith. Everyone knows my love of Kevin Smith. Sure, sure. But yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like you met him. Like, oh my god, great! And in a week, you're like, dude, you gotta like pump the brakes. Like, yeah, he's been saying the same damn thing for three days now. Right? Yeah. No, right. absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Speaking of Kevin Feige, Feige, I shouldn't say this. You can edit that because maybe one day he hears the podcast and loves it, and I fuck everybody over. That's why I kept my mouth shut. Yeah, cut that. <laughs> out, yeah, yeah. E- e- edit that shit. Yeah, we'll cut out. <laughs> Fuck, who else have I buried? Oh, uh, geez, on this thing? I can only bury dead people now, right? Is that the safest well, you, way to go? You were about to bury Anthony Bourdain. No, we kinda, well, I yeah, like Anthony. It kind of hit you that, oh, yeah, he killed you himself. You pumped those brakes. No, yeah. no, I like Anthony Bourdain. I do hate that chef culture, like Charles Bukowski, like, cool, cool writer. But then every hipster fuck picks it up and wants to imitate it, and those are the annoying people. Mm. Anthony Bourdain's fine. It's everybody that's pretending to be Anthony Bourdain, but they are not of that level of grizzledness right. or intelligence. That irritates me. Okay. All so right. good. I, yeah. good job. It's Claire, for the record. Good job. <laughs> let the record show. The record. Yeah. Uh Kevin Feige's getting a Star Wars movie project, might be a trilogy. Whatever. Really annoying to me. Why? Well, yeah. why why do I dislike him so much? I'm God okay. damn it, maybe he'll like this podcast. Edit that. Yeah, see that that's the thing. But we gotta go back and we buried him every episode. We need to reboot the podcast. We're gonna have to I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and today's bookers. Did you know that the previous was, podcast was in the exact same universe as right. Mr. Bean? It's actually the same continuity. <laughs> yeah. And this new podcast is mm-hmm. the same we continuity. Go, we all had goatees. Same continuity yeah. as the Dark Crystal, any, oddly Anytime enough. it's an alternate universe, you have a goatee. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's really strange that that's like kind of shared universe with Mr. Bean every th- episode before this. <laughs> we love you, Kevin Feige. Yeah. Feige? Feige. <laughs> Yes. I thought it was phage for the longest time. Phagey. Whatever. I, until you guys started saying it, I had no idea. He seems like if Dr. Frankenstein... That's how I read it, though. Kevin Phage. Yeah. It was never just phage. He seems as, <laughs> He seems as though Dr. Frankenstein electrified a glass of milk. What's that shit that Randy Marsh puts on everything? Uh, cre- uh, creme fraiche. Creme fraiche. Yeah. A little creme fraiche. We just need a little creme fraiche. Oh, Sharon. I haven't had an old-fashioned in a while. Oh, that's one of the best episodes. <laughs> Shake way. Yeah, a refreshing mist to the face. <laughs> it spits out cab fare. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cream freeze. So Kevin Feige, Feige, is he getting a Star Wars gig? Yeah, yeah I know you guys aren't fired up, but it, if he can, it might if, be good. If him and J.J. Abrams could fix fucking Star Wars, I'd be really, and John Favreau for that matter, because he's doing The Mandalorian. That looks sweet. Which looks sweet. You got yeah. Apollo Creed in it. Yeah. 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 Did you guys already sign up for Disney Plus? No. I was going to do that deal. I did that three month deal. It was 135 bucks for three years. Yeah. Done. Uh, Now I'm getting emails every three hours, but whatever. That's over. You can't do that anymore, right? Because I signed up for the thing, but I didn't buy it. It was during their little Disney celebration thing. The D25 or something. Yeah. But then I think they offered it again. So I bet they offered a few times between now and then. Because they probably got a lot of people signing up. But even still, I think it's only, uh, is it like six bucks or something? Six I already bucks have a Hulu, month? and there's some deal with Hulu. Oh, okay. Some package deal with that. Oh, yeah, because it uses, and then you're, it uses my Marvel login. Yeah, I signed up for the it, Disney Pass or whatever Yeah, the one I had to do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have Hulu. I'll have to link that shit. Oh, Birds of Prey trailer. Dog shit. I haven't even watched it, but I hate it. Fucking dumb. God damn it. Maybe Margot Robbie will watch this and like this podcast. Yeah. I don't think so. No, she would hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it establishes no other character except her. It and basically it's poorly says, done. we have a new movie coming out with Harley Quinn. I've said this in the chat a million times. I have no idea what they're 
their goal audience is? What's their demographic? Because it doesn't look like women are going to like this fucking thing. Men surely don't seem like they're going to like this thing. Comic fans aren't going to like it. Fans of all the other movies aren't going to like it. I think people that like Suicide Squad even won't like this fucking thing. It doesn't have that feel that to it either. horrible poster. Oh, that well, poster is one of the worst posters yeah. I've seen in my life. It looks like a bad wrestling poster. Really yeah. bad Photoshop. Holy shit. And the well, trailer just has nothing appealing about it at all. No, she's wearing extravagant costumes, and everyone else is wearing, like, hoodies. Looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, you know what? This Birds of Prey comic looks sweet. You have these sexy chicks in fishnets and little bodysuits and booties. I'm all about this. There's none of that in this movie. No, I didn't. That's see what it. I associate. My I well, and they don't even with. seem badass. No, there's not even like a like, feminist. They don't even look like they could whoop anybody's ass. There's no appeal for the male audience. There's no appeal for no. the female audience because it looks kind of tacky and generic and like yeah. fake girl power shit. Uh, it doesn't. And Black seem Mask appe- doesn't even seem to wear a mask. Who's I'm sure he will. Who's supposed to be in this? It now is Black Mask. Uh, you and McGregor. You and McGregor. I was gonna say Obi Wan Kenobi, who doesn't seem cool at all in this fucking thing on any no. level. You see his face a couple times in the trailer. That's a C-list yeah. Batman bad guy anyway, at best. So yeah, who are the birds of prey? Since uh, they did not establish it, the please. Huntress, yeah. Barbara Gordon when she's Oracle in a wheelchair. Oh, oh. and um, there was nobody in a wheelchair in this. No, no, she's not in it. Because it's, it's not Batgirl. Okay. And then in Black Canary. You know who's and in I it. Think, and, and there was probably a couple other Cassandra that... Kane was the one Batgirl or Batwoman. The Batgirl, Batgirl with yeah. the... She's in it as a little girl okay. for some reason. So little Chinese girl is... She was probably is... a bird of prey at one point. There was some black falcon chick who was... I don't uh, know. I don't know. Like I said, I the core is, a couple issues of it. The but. core is like Black Canary, Huntress. And, and Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Those Harley Quinn's are, yeah. not one of them. They were not. just trying to give the Birds of Prey the rub by putting Harley Quinn in it, but clearly this but, whole movie's about her. But also, now this is, what's weird is is you're not getting Justice League 2, the continuation of the DCEU since Wonder Woman or whatever else is Birds of Prey. This is in that same universe, which is really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Huh? So you had... Suicide Squad, which right. is in the same continuity as Batman versus Superman and Justice League, because right. Ben Affleck was Batman. Because you got Affleck. Ben Affleck was Batman and Justice League with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. So that so mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Aquaman are in the same continuity as this dog shit Birds of Prey movie. But Fuck. Everything about the DC <laughs> EU is dog shit. You don't Come even on, need man. to like retcon or do. Just never bring up the Jared Leto Joker again and have somebody else do it at some point. Yeah, and never mention it. Everyone well, would they, be like, cool. they do a quick little clip. Me and the me and the Joker broke up, and she throws a cleaver through a picture of him, and that's it. Was it a picture of Jared Leto? Mm-hmm. Or because they what I saw it was, was kind of a generic comic-y, cartoony. Yeah, because they showed uh, set videos of like Joker throwing her shit out, but it was just a silhouette of a guy in a house. Like they're very clearly not. Reminding you of Jared Leto the entire movie. Anytime you see these marks post something online with like a cute little artsy fartsy picture with all the jokers in it, it immediately loses credibility with me when you include the Jared Leto one in there. <laughs> it's just, it was so bad. It yeah. just is not like any of the others. And I don't know if like he tried doing something, and I don't know if he's just not right for the part or if he sucked at it. I don't know what it was, but it's it's so glaringly bad. Yeah. Doesn't fit it was like, on so uh, many laugh, levels. Everything about it was terrible. It's like if fucking Machine Gun Kelly cosplayed as the Joker Ugh. or <laughs> some other dipshit. Lover, like, Someone who's never read comics is what it is. No. It's annoying. The guy's like, oh, the filmmaker was like, Joker, Juggalo, rap. <laughs> okay, I got it. And he created that. It's like, no, that's not, no. <laughs> I've been to the gathering. Yeah, yeah. He's a juggalo thing. thing. It's a juggalo. Do we have to ask ICP to use the Joker? Like, no, that's not the fucking same. (laughs) Fuck. He wasn't on Riddlebox. That was something we didn't talk about with the Joker movie was Joaquin Phoenix laugh. I liked it. I liked how they made that part of his disorder. Because he'd been beaten and took a head injury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, but when he comes off his meds, he kind of he almost seems, seems like, like he, he has a control that. over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he does. It's it's not an uncontrollable, you know, like tick or you know, like a Tourette type thing. He he uses it when he wants to. So he he'd laugh almost like when Tourette's happens, like in nervous situations. Yeah. But it seemed like when he became <laughs> the Joker, he laughed when he did something really fucked up. So it's almost like the laugh is like what's left over of him, like suppressing, enjoying fucked up shit. Yeah. Almost. I don't know. I might be reading too much into it, but I feel like that's no, kind of where right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. So 
There's a lot to pick apart about that that movie, and I want to go in and see if there's any Easter eggs. Like you might go back and read. Like I, I was trying to pay attention to names they said, even like yeah. the, the stand up on the show that he was like watching. Something seemed, oh, yeah. Right. That's what I thought too, and it seemed like it might be familiar, but I might be reaching. I don't. I don't know why they wouldn't just give a little bit of fan service, but they want to be that detached from the comics. I heard that. So they could have said Hugo Strange at one point when they were in Arkham. They could have done something nice, just winky, but. Yeah, I think that would have almost been distracting, though. I agree. So I think that's why he kept it focused. That's, that's to- like what I hated about the Gotham show. Like I watched the first oh, three yeah. episodes, and it was just like, "I'm the Riddler. I'm Two Face." Ah! Right. I was like, stop. <laughs> Fucking cut it out. But not yeah. yet. I, I got it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. No. You walk. You walk like a penguin. <laughs> Check out this corn I got. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I sure do hope my face doesn't get burned up one day. <laughs> it's just so over the top. Ridiculous. Right. Everything. Right. Hey, this Bruce, is- hand me that bat, man. <laughs> they, did, they did give little Bruce Wayne a, um, a spin down a pole when he when he. Oh, I didn't even yeah. think of that. I thought that was cute. And he, not only does he just, he slides down and he kind of like spins down it like he's, you know. Like my, the 60s Like show. Six, 66 Batman. I didn't even think of that. That's yeah. kind of cool. This, there were, I think there were a lot of little nods in there that, yeah, if you watch it a few times, you probably pick up on some others. I knew it was Bruce as soon as I saw that dumb little haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I'm like, oh, that's Bruce Wayne's stupid yeah. little haircut when he's a kid. Like I had. Like we all had. Right. And a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah. Nobody chose to wear that. Thomas Wayne's a dick. He made him wear that. Now we're jumping around here, but uh, there's some rumblings that the Netflix... Uh, Marvel characters are going to show up in the MCU. God, Please. we hope so. Please. Just, and it looks finally, like finally, how hard is it? Well, timing-wise, timing-wise, because we're not going to get, we're really not going to get any big Marvel movies until like 2021. And it's been what? And it's been a year. Yeah, right? by that at that point, right now it's been about a year since they they can't for Daredevil. For Daredevil, I don't give a Punisher. fuck about. They're talking anything. Daredevil and Punisher. And that's all that matters. Yeah, God, they really screwed uh, the pooch so hard on the Punisher. Nah, they could they could fix it. They can in the movies. Yeah, he's, he's great. The casting's great. Yeah. Barenthal yeah. as Punisher is good. Yeah, and then just give it back to let Marvel run with it. Yeah, he's re- he's mm-hmm. redeemable for fucking sure. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. So good. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, I- just, but they, and Kingpin, man. Yes, that was another character they were talking about. Those guys, he's, yeah. he said when he came, well, D'Onofrio. So D'Onofrio, when Homecoming was coming out, he said like, "I want to be in a Spider-Man movie." He's like, "I want Kingpin and Spider-Man to go at it, and that oh, would be, be awesome, so great." And if they do have Daredevil as his lawyer, that's the perfect oh, way yeah. to shoehorn Kingpin into that whole mm-hmm. fucking thing. But that would mean that Sony and Marvel, or Sony and Disney. Would have to come up with some some more agreements. So I think there's some bullshit because somebody there's the article saying, "Oh, Kevin Feige is doing this movie to write Spider-Man out of the MCU." It's like you don't even need to fucking do that. That sounds like bullshit. No, I don't think they're making have a movie. Him be around. Yeah, he's there when he's there. He's not when he's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. They did that with every other superhero. There's a Thor movie. You don't have to explain where fucking Iron Man is. Like mm-hmm. it's fucking Thor. I don't know. Real quick, the next Thor movie we get Natalie Portman as. Uh, Thor or Thor or what? What's her Thor? She's She's still Thor. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting. I just there's a lot of meat on the bone for that movie, especially with what they're apparently trying to play. Like the villain's gonna be Gore, the God Butcher, Mm -hmm. which would be awesome because that that story was epic. They want to have that as the main villain, and then they're gonna have Thor somehow become unworthy to where he can't lift the hammer anymore. Natalie Portman has become worthy, and I mean, they really want to connect with the crowd and all that. Like they gotta. They should have. They have to do the cancer angle. Right. That's, that's what I was gonna bring up. Okay. Because like, there's a lot of heart in that story. Like, she has to sacrifice like her treatments and everything every time she picks up the hammer. So, because like it just resets it. So like, I feel like oh. this would be her swan song too. Like I feel like this. Yeah. This would be her last one. I don't see her coming back again. And in, in, in the story in the comics too, it was told really, really well. It wasn't one of those things that was like shoehorned and forced down your throat. Like it was a really well thought out story. And uh, it ended really badass, too, the way she saves Asgard and all that. And then, you know, of course, it was the last time she could transform into Thor, because when she turns back, she's going to die. Yeah, her frail body and stuff is in the afterlife in Valhalla with Odin, and he's leading her to the Mm -hmm. gates and stuff, because she's a warrior. It was sweet. That sounds awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just wrote that one. Okay. I I got to pick that up still. It was great. Yeah, you got to... 
Yeah, it's like five years of books, but it's well worth. It's really good. Was it really that long? Yeah, because 2014, I think, is when they had her pick up the hammer, and then no shit. That's yeah, crazy. 2014 or 15, but yeah, four solid years of it. Now there's talk of we're back to Spider-Man real quick. Uh, Spider-Man and Captain Marvel team up movie. Don't give a shit. Yeah, at all. I think the the thought they being have downplayed that, her so much. Oh yeah, they're they're. I think they're walking away from that one. Like I said before, even after Captain Marvel, like a week after the movie came out, they just... That, and even Avengers Endgame, they were originally playing her up. Yeah. They didn't... She was barely what, in it. Yeah, when Endgame yeah. was coming out, though, they didn't feature her right. at all. Because like before, they, they were like, she'll be back. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the whole tease, which she's going to be in Endgame. Yeah. She and saves Iron Man, done. She broke... It was very... That was, like, maybe the worst part about the movie is how much it stood out that she just popped up, disappeared, and popped up again. It was really bizarre. Yeah. I still love that Thanos bitch slapped her ass. <laughs> she was done, KO'd, over, humiliated, carried out on stretcher. You didn't see her again. Nope. Bitch. <laughs> Put her in a body bag. <laughs> that guy yeah. just died. Which I one? don't think it was that guy. No, it was the guy that says that. The guy that said that. The guy that says the toady, the frog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Lackey, toady, froggy. I don't remember the name, but it was that guy that had, like, they're like, you won't know this guy other than this line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He just died like this week. So I can talk shit about him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know anything about him. Well, he won't hate the podcast. We've talked about it before. The only cool thing Carol Danvers has ever done in the comics was get put in a coma by Rogue. That was literally it. And they want to introduce the mutants maybe gradually through this. Like they can do it right with Captain Marvel too. have her fight the, you know, the brotherhood or whatever they're going to call themselves in this movie. And then Rogue takes her powers permanently or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to resolve it. But then you got Rogue, who actually does all the cool shit she does on, in the comics and on the cartoon, because we never got that in the uh, X-Men movies. No, was, the Rogue sucked in the X-Men movies. Yeah. Yeah. So what I, didn't think, what I didn't think about <laughs> That's all right. was so Sorry. around the time they started... like bas- when, did, when did the X-Men eventually... When did the, it become final? The deal between Marvel and Fox. Pretty much right when Endgame came out. So you notice that the Brie Larson project's kind of a failure. And they started cooling their jets once they acquired a ton of other female heroes in the X-Men universe. I wonder if they're cutting and bait, like just cutting that in terms like we do. We have Rogue, we have Storm. Well, they would have kept trying to force her and mm -hmm. fix it and fix it. But I think the second they acquired Fox, like there's a whole slew of better female characters we can do. But I think the thought with having her team up with with this Spider-Man specifically with Tom Holland was that he would be the personality that she lacks. She I feel like it would be the opposite. None. It would show how it would show her ass more if you put them in a movie together. Yeah. It would make her look worse. Wouldn't I don't think I believe any truth to them having a team up movie. That just doesn't sound right to me. It really doesn't, but I don't know. Kevin Feige was really all about that kind of thing. For Is a while. he? Yeah. Like, anytime he gets a mic, he wants to just put over like the female like the, the female characters in Marvel are cool, but stop trying to overdo it, all right? Captain Marvel can't. It's pandering at this point. Captain Captain Marvel can't take Thanos. She's not the strongest character in the Marvel universe. Stop trying to say she is. Right. And the way you had her get her powers was lazy in the movie anyway. So it was just like horrible. Some kind of atomic blast from a. With no real explanation either. That makes her more powerful than the God of Thunder or the Hulk, who's supposed to get stronger when he gets angrier. And you know, if you really piss him off, he'll smash everything. Unless he gets trapped under all that concrete. Ugh. (laughs) I mean, why? <laughs> why why did I do? But I mean, there's all that. And then he was like like he opens his mouth every time. Like he's like, Oh yeah, Scarlet Witch totally was gonna kill Thanos. He's he's lucky he cheated. It's like Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> it's not how this is supposed to work. Well, I think Scarlet Witch could should be able to whip Cap Mar- this Cap Marvel's ass. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the last thing I got written on here, I didn't know if we even wanted to bring this up, but it was all the crazywish.com suggestions we get. <laughs> no, we don't. I don't know if we want to talk about those. <laughs> this is how they not. get you. This is how they get you. Is they put something on and you can't identify what it is. 
or what you would use it for, and you yeah. want to know why they suggested it yes. to you, you so you click, click on it, mm -hmm. and more of it shows up. Yes. Yeah. And it's, oh, my feed is so bad now. And it's oh, it's, I, it's I, the I, weirdest I, thing. I'm clicking on some shit. Like, what? The, why is this here? <laughs> but it never says what it really is. It's clearly like no. a butt plug, and it'll say it's, like oh, teardrop yeah. sculpture. <laughs> yeah. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> right. That's a butt plug. Right. I like, seen it. Wish thinks I'm a killer is what it thinks. I'm still. There's one I haven't <laughs> clicked on. I'll bring this up. So it's it's a. Nice looking chick's ass in her drawers. Sure. And then there's, I don't know, there's three little plastic things next to it that aren't butt plugs. They aren't any kind of enema or any, I, and I want to click on it like, what? <laughs> no, then the what? algorithm, there's it sets a, up the algorithm. Weird what are they offering there? me like, here? But I, yeah, I, you I know what wanna, it is. I don't want to, uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to interrupt the apple cart here. It's the internet's version of the Hertz donut. We're like, you ever hear of a Hertz donut? And then you get baited into getting <laughs> yeah. fucked over. Hertz like, donut? That's what Wish is. <laughs> but that's that's carried over to that Tea Republic. And oh, oh yeah, yeah the, the filthy, nasty things. I mean, I might buy that thick Leia, like bending over and doing the R2-D2 thing. Oh, I didn't get that like, one. I not no, that no. One of, like, this, I get the bullshit Scooby-Doo crap that I'm like, why like, do I want to see sick. Thelma nude? <laughs> oh, I get that one. Well, all why time. do it you really want to see Thelma nude? Why does it think I want to see her nude? But, but some you of the do. Artist renderings are disturbing. But it doesn't know Thelma. that. They're not. They're, but their versions yeah. are. They're not good. No, like, no. Boobies are just like hanging it's, down. It's, oh, it's, it's weird. Not, it's yeah. It's it's. I'm not body shaming at all. Personally, no. disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. I like Anthony Bourdain as a person. God rest his <laughs> soul. And I'm, I'm not body shaming anyone. Oh, man, all right, this is all getting trimmed. And everything I said before was yeah. in the Mr. Bean continuity. <laughs> It's a Mr. Bean continuity. The NBC. But then, we got to relaunch then the, it. I, yeah, I, I gotta, go that was back it. in the NBC timeline. We got to get some uh, NDAs here. Yeah, well, anybody listening needs to sign up. <laughs> well, and then eBay. Well, actually, so it started, I went and saw Baby Metal a couple weeks ago. And then literally the next day, eBay is suggesting that, uh, was it Michelle Kwan? Japanese golfer. And there's a picture of her squatting, looking at a putt, and yeah, a yeah. total upskirt shot. <laughs> and like that's what suggested me. Like why I went and yeah. saw Baby Metal. Why is this being suggested to me? Like same with yeah, you're right. eBay. Yeah. Like I'm always looking at comics and stuff, but somehow it's Dude. always like the sexy statues are yeah. like the, like, the only shit happening? I look. I'm looking at motorcycle parts and and lately uh, Masters of the Universe dudes. Yeah, and I, and I'm getting Michelle Kwan upskirts, and then all of a sudden I get this. Dude selling Vietnam uh, era clothes with uh, sexy yeah, chicks wearing them. I get those a lot, and I click. And I'm on like, them, and I, I'm like, what's this? What? Why? They're just fucking up the algorithm more. You're going down the rabbit hole. Don't click. Well, I clicked. That's how they get you. Yeah. No, it, it's gotten. Yeah. Next it, thing you know, you got a house full of Hoobastank CDs and a and, a, <laughs> and a, I don't know other shit. Why do you have a house full? They only had like two. I don't know. I was trying to think of bad taste. Like, <laughs> you had those one of those kings were born in October t-shirts or whatever right. that Facebook tries to get you. I hate those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You ever see the one that's like a paragraph? Oh yeah. It says like my brother's a tattooed, mean spirited, witch right. drinking, son of a bitch punching. Oh. There's a long one about grumpy man, blah blah blah. Yeah, my dad or blah 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 who loves his some baby really girl. Crappy one somewhere. But yeah, they're so specific. I've it's seen like, them. Oh, they're so bad. I have bought a couple shitty t-shirts, but they're like shitty t-shirts, not Thelma nude. It's Thelma, Velma, Velma. Velma Who would wear that and wear? That's the thing. It is. I wouldn't wear this in my house alone. I really do want to get some from that one website, Teenage Stepdad, where there's the one where it said uh, GWO Guy World Order, and it's Guy Fieri's head photoshopped on Kevin Nash's body for the wolf pack. <laughs> There's a few Guy Fieri shirts on there I need. Well, at least he describes the food that he's eating. Yes, and he says it's money. Yeah. And he fist bumps. He's usually sweating. Have you ever seen there's a video somebody put out, and it's like three straight minutes of Guy Fieri eating to, to Hurt by Johnny Cash? Oh, you sent it to me. <laughs> you sent that to me, yes. That's pretty amazing. In slow motion. Oh, wait, here's one. Oh, what do you got? It's, I took it. It's a Punisher hoodie. It says, my, it's got the Punisher skull on it. My level of patience depends on your level of stupidity. Oh my God, that's classy. Like so, there. Yeah, but you can see a bunch of guys with like the fucking the tattoos all up their arms. Going, I tell you what, I need one of them yep. hoodies. You gotta get me one every, of them. There. This, this is a Kyle hoodie. Every gym has <laughs> not. <laughs> every gym has not 
our friend Kyle. No, the uh, bacon variety. Yeah, like so the monster drywall Kyle. Do you That's remember the with, the with the neck beard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the, or the what do you call it? Uh, chin strap, chin strap beard. Yeah, yeah. It's not a substitute for a jawline. Right. You can't fucking do it. But you ever see the the old big dogs T-shirts? You remember big yeah, dogs? Yeah, yeah. And they had dumb sayings. They're just like like, do I look like a freaking people person? And it's like a Saint Bernard. There's oh, right. Big, there's big dog parodies, and oh. there's one where it's a, it's got the big dog on it, and it says, "Hey Saddam, how do you like being dead? You fucking piece of shit." Like, <laughs> and then there's another, <laughs> there's another one that somebody made, and it's got the big dog logo, and it says, "You may be dating my dad, Jeff, but stay away from my anime." <laughs> so here's another screenshot I took. It's a to get me. They have a picture of Arnold wearing this shirt. Oh and it right. It says, "All men are created equal, but only the best are born in August." <laughs> Because that's yeah. totally Cause, something cause Arnold's, Arnold's running around shit. wearing. Was he born in August even? I don't think so. No, mm. I feel like I would know that. That'd be really weird if you wore that shirt. Uh, <laughs> he just likes August birthdays. It's just so terrible. And then there's here's one with, because I'd like screenshot him because of how awful they were. It was Cut like, out that Saddam comment. One with Vegeta on it. It goes, oh, oh I offended you? <laughs> what does it feel like to be so weak that mere words hurt you? What? But you know some nerd like Jake Doyle mm. bought this. Oh, you know. That's right, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you got 48 hours to fucking show your face. You're a fucking coward. Nothing yeah. but a coward, and I'll break your damn neck next time I see you. I'll see you in the pit. <laughs> well, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the t-shirts. I'll see you in the pit. What? what where? There should be one that specifically says Jacob Dorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> All right. You guys got anything else? All right. <laughs> Let's take it home. My name is Paco. I make a taco. I make five peso a day. I go to Lucy. I give her goosey. She take all my peso away. He Steve's over here humping Larry. They make me sick. My dog. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just wanted that was a callback to yeah. the, my conversation with Joe earlier. He's <laughs> not paying attention to, so if I can forget. Sorry. It. What happened? You got a dick for on your face. And what's a dick for? Yeah. <laughs> it's that. Do you like fucking, fish sticks? Yeah. I never heard that one. What's that one? <laughs> Do you like fish sticks? No. <laughs> Am I supposed to say yes? Yes. Yeah, you're a gay fish. <laughs> That's the dumbest one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, edit that. <laughs>